Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone. Poker and Politics here. Today I wanted to talk about how Q's wrong about everything and how QAnon is just so boneheadedly, aggressively, arrogantly stupid. And it's really just frustrating knowing that you have people like this in America and the world who are going to fight tooth and nail to make the world an objectively worse place. It's their only goal is to literally hurt people for the sake of their sick, weird revenge fantasy. It's terrifying. It's honestly very scary. Now, the first thing that I'm going to bring up is the whole Michelle Obama being trans thing. I've probably talked about it before, but it's so fucking infuriating. It really is. It's sick. It's one of the most depraved things they do. It's just not as depraved as showing photos of sick and beaten children, which is the sickest thing they do. But attacking this woman and claiming she's transgender because they are racist transphobes is really appalling. And the thing is, is it's universal in QAnon. Q would lose all credibility with QAnon if they ever said that Michelle Obama is not transgender. That would be it. It would be the end of him. They would reject him so hard and so fast your head would spin. And I see all this crap from these people. And they talk about ring finger sizes or the fact that she's broad-shouldered or the fact that she's tall. And she's 5'11", which is tall for a woman, but not... WNBA tall. It's not ridiculously crazy tall. I did a search of uh, female athletes, and the first athlete I found was Maria Sharapova, and she's 6'2". And I don't think anyone's ever called her a man, but I'm sure they will down the line because they got to be consistent. And this is the thing, is that these people call any woman they hate transgender because that's how they operate. They're dirtbags. They're dirtbags that have no ethics and no integrity. And the thing about this is, 
that a woman being tall is not uh, evidence of her being transgender. A woman having longer ring finger than index finger is not evidence of her being transgender. A woman being broad-shouldered is not evidence of her being transgendered. They are things that you could speculate or hypothesize upon, but they're not actual hard evidence. It's not something that confirms your belief. It's nothing. And more to the point, evidence for Michelle Obama would be very easy to come by because her life has been documented from childhood to now. We know her. We have her we have her grade school photos, her her high school photos, her college photos. We have photos of her whole life. We know people from every moment of her life, her parents, her brother. We there are childhood friends. The, She's not a blank slate. It's not like Michelle Obama came to America in her 30s from some war-torn hellscape and had a mysterious backstory, and then she just happened to marry the guy who would end up becoming the president, so that you might say, who is this mysterious woman? Is she who she says she is? This uh, mysterious immigrant from a faraway land. I mean, that would be your... That would be something that could lead to something. That would be a possibility if there was no documentation of her life. If there was no information about who she was that wasn't really sketchy or cryptic because, like, her parents died in the war and she's been traveling from burned-out village to burned-out village, surviving in just war-torn Syria or somewhere in South America or in some desolate hellhole in the, in the Pacific Ocean, some island where there's constant turmoil and strife. Just something. Anything that could possibly make it so you might have a question about where Michelle Obama came from and what she was doing with decades of her life. Which, the real Michelle Obama, the former First Lady Michelle Obama, we don't have those questions. We know her life. There is facts and evidence for all these things. I always ask these people, when did she transition? When did Mike Robinson become Michelle Obama? And they will never answer that question. Except for the one guy who said that she was a linebacker for the uh, Arizona or the Oregon State Beavers, which was a hilarious joke. But when you get down to it, the people that perform this ritual of humiliation and insulting and attracting the army of people that just cannot wait to tweet out hashtag Big Mike or hashtag Mike Obama uh, or show you the photo of, uh, the, of Michelle on the stage of the DNC with the bulge in her, in her dress, which I don't know if it's a Photoshop or not, but I don't even care. Or the gif of her dancing on Ellen. Um, all of that nonsense. The people that promote this stuff, the only two possible options are that they are lying or that they are morons. And that's it. There's the only two possibilities. So whenever anyone does this, the only possible answers are, are you lying or are you a moron? And there's no option C. There's no third possibility. Because this is it. This is all there is to it. 
There's no other ground to cover. These people are awful. They're just awful. And it's a shame that we have to deal with such terrible people. Now, the other thing that they're doing right now, which is wonderful, is the whole mask and coronavirus misinformation bullshit. These people are just so desperate to deny reality, to just pretend that things are not the way they are, because they think that things being the way they are is bad for Donald Trump and it's bad for Republicans. So they wish that there was some ulterior reason for why things are the way they are. They have to pretend that what is happening is somehow not just a virus that got out of control because Donald Trump doesn't know how to run the government. He doesn't know how to handle a crisis. He doesn't know what to do to try to fix things. And so they have to pretend that this isn't as bad as everyone says it is. This is no big deal. It's either fake or it's just a small cold. You'll, you're not going to catch it. And if you do catch it, you'll be fine. There's no possibility that you're going to suffer permanent damage or die. Because they want Trump to win so badly. They've warped reality around this belief. They've they've created a narrative so strong that they are willing to delude themselves into believing that it is healthy or safe to go out and live their lives. And I've mentioned this before that I wish they were right. I really mean this. I really do. Because whenever I look at the, the world at a glance that's more than just uh, like a day at a time. When I pan things back and, and think about like what's gonna what's gonna be what's life gonna be like for me in a few months, it sucks. It just sucks because I don't see how poker ever comes back in any way, shape, or form in any real meaningful way until there's a vaccine. Because uh, the Vegas standard for playing poker right now, according to them, for the reopening plans, is uh, four-handed poker tables. Which, if you know anything about poker, is unworkable. No one will play four-handed. It is not something that is acceptable to poker players. And so, if that's the gold standard, if that's what we're going to do, we're not going to do it. We're basically canceling poker, which means my job when they don't ha when they don't have me on the off the shift spinning roulette for funsies is effectively uh, gone, <laughs> and that's all there is to it. And it's not fun. It's not fun thinking about that because the two options are we do this four handed poker thing and uh, it doesn't work. Or we try running regular poker, which is nine-handed poker. Uh, nine people who are almost assuredly not living in the same house together unless there's like a husband and wife couple at the table. And you got those nine people. You've got the dealer. That's a tenth person. 
And all these people are going to handle the same cards. They are all going to handle the same chips. They're all going to be touching the same stuff over and over again. They're going to be breathing and touching each other. Uh, I get touched all the time by players. They're patting me on the back or slapping me on the shoulder. Um, they're leaning. They're handing me money. I've got to touch their money to give them chips. It is so absolutely a terrible setup for uh, coronavirus. It was terrifying uh, those last few weeks before the shutdowns kicked in, knowing how exposed I was and uh, the vigorous hand-washing I was doing at that time was uh, very exciting. And uh, not a lot of customers were wearing gloves or masks right before the shutdown. So it was uh, scary. It was scary and not good. But that's the thing, is that you have this awful setup where my job is effectively uh, ruined. And... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The other thing is, is that As a poker dealer, you make more money than the dealers that deal table games. If you deal blackjack and you just crush the customers, they're not going to tip you. And if you have the players beat you a lot, table games are not uh, trained as much as poker players are trained to tip. So if you... Yeah, a guy's got a $25 bet up, ends up catching a perfect hand, doubles down, boom, dealer breaks, he wins 50 bucks. He's very likely not to tip you. He's very likely just to take the money and be like, yes, score, baby. And that's the thing, is that when I worked in uh, Vegas, I worked at the Tropicana. It was very funny, because almost all the dealers in the poker room at the Tropicana were, were Chinese dealers, because they understood that poker dealers got paid more than pit dealers. And there was no poker room in the joint at the start. And when they opened the poker room, the Chinese dealers staged a coup and they took the room over and conquered it so they could make them more money for themselves. Which, uh, good on them. But uh, that is 
the nature of things. Like if I get uh, trained up to deal blackjack, to deal all the table games and that kind of stuff, I'm going to make way less money than I did previously. And uh, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be fun. But I'm not here to throw a pity party for myself as much as I want to. I'm just trying to explain that, God, I want these people to be right. I really do. I really want it to be the way they say it is. But because I live in reality, I know they're not right. I know that they are wrong. And I know that what is happening here is ridiculously dangerous and stupid. And that literally all that is happening is Republicans and the ultra-rich are trying desperately to keep our economy from collapsing totally in the eyes of the stock market. The stock market went up like 900 points today based on like fluffery and fluvery. I mean, it's complete nonsense. It's absolute insanity. It's so disconnected from reality it makes my head hurt. But that's the goal. The goal is, is to just try to drag the appearance, the illusion of a non-terrible economy over the finish line and then hit Joe Biden with every bit of slime and slob kind of slop and muck and grime you can possibly imagine and just sneak Trump over the finish line like they did it in 16 and, and let them have four more years of just ransacking this country and ruining America and they really don't care how much damage they have to do to achieve this because that's what they want and it's what QAnon wants because if QAnon gets it, then QAnon gets to own the libs for four more years. Oh, the lib tears. Totally worth it. And it's just so twisted and bizarre and it's just so totally gone from like anything a real normal human being would ever want. That it makes my head hurt. I just, I just truly cannot believe that this is the way people live and operate and think. And I mean, it's depressing. It's really depressing to think that this is the way people act. And I saw like the stories of um, the casino in Arizona on, on a Native American uh, ground. Like reopened and it was elbow to elbow at slot machines and no one's wearing masks and everyone's having a great time and it, it's just a packed house and it's just like oh my god you've got people just sitting breathing the same air being pumped through because casinos are cold they like to have the air conditioning going as best they can they want to keep you uh, frosty and alert there's only ever it, there's only ever two temperatures in a poker room in uh, America. That is sauna or meat locker. And generally it tends towards meat locker. Every now and then you get sauna, which is also terrible. And uh, But it's what happens. They do not like to give you uh, 68. 68 degree room is something that you're not going to feel. Because comfort is not the goal. Uh, awake and agitated is the goal and then they'll apply you with booze and other good stuff to take your money but all these people breathing the same air touching the same slot machines being close enough to each other that they can breathe and cough on each other I mean it's a disaster because you just have 
asymptomatic carriers who are going to uh, poison each other. And that's all there is to it. It's really scary. It's really not good. And by the middle of June, when these states that have reopened have massive spikes, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be an absolute disaster. And these red state governors are going to try to like suppress the numbers. They're going to try to do whatever they can to try to pretend like nothing's going wrong. But it's, it's all Baghdad Bob. It's all just pretending that victory has been achieved when the U.S. tanks are rolling off in the background. And we know that Baghdad is falling. I mean, it's just it's just that. It's just this really sad act where we have a bunch of uh, clowns juggling and trying to distract us from the carnage and nightmare that is going on before our very eyes. And we're stuck like this. We're stuck like this for a long time. And to think about it is really, really bleak. It's not fun. It's the opposite of fun. Uh, I have one question today, and it is a very good question. Uh, CJG says, any crossover into the Q world for Amud Arbery's truthers trying to say his murder was justified? It was very funny because I believe it was the QAnon promoter 40 Head who tweeted out a video of the shooting and then got really angry about it and was like, this is murder, this is unacceptable, Q knows no color, blah, blah, blah. Standard kind of really basic boring stuff to rally people in the name of justice and not being sociopathic monsters and just an incredibly low bar for uh, someone to clear, you would think. But this is QAnon, and boy, did they tunnel under that bar. Did they aggressively refuse to acknowledge what this guy was saying. And the Liberty Hangout videos of the guy being at the uh, work site, uh, people talking about how uh, he was the robber, just all of it. I mean, it was all these things. Uh, Really, uh, really racist memes. Just terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. Because that's how these people operate. That's how these people work. They are deeply racist. And they will always find a way to lick the boot of a cop when that moment comes. When a cop kills a black person. Or in this case, just two white citizens, one of whom was a retired cop who was full of shit about what happened and was lying, they're still going to find a way to justify it. They're still going to find a way to defend the guy because they don't care. They are scum. Period. End of story. They're just terrible people. And that's all there is to it. And so that's what we got. We got a bunch of really terrible people saying terrible things about uh, this shooting and trying to find a way to absolve these white people of murder when they very obviously uh, pursued, chased down, and murdered a black man. So, 
Yeah, there was some crossover. The the QAnon grifting community, like the the guys with the big follower counts, like Wyatt and Pragmatic and Joe M on his new account and Lisa May Crowley. All of the grifter class, they, they stayed as far a fuck away as possible from this thing because they knew. They knew there was no good look for them. It was much like uh, Dinesh D'Souza saying, I'm not going to get into the whole transgender thing with Michelle Obama, but her, dissert, her PhD dissertation was terrible, stupid, and she's not a very bright woman. Dinesh, again, was just kind of threading that needle um, Whereas like the QAnon grifting community, they looked at that needle and they were like, no, 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 no. We are not going to try to thread it. This is a hot button issue that is too hot for us. So we're just going to dip out the back door here, get out of Dodge, run away, and uh, start a new life somewhere else where we don't have to answer questions about this because we know that the public face of QAnon is talking about how Dems are the real racists, Patriots know no color, blah, 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 where we go one, we go all. Nice little picture of solidarity of a bunch of arms clasping, a a bunch of hands clasping a bunch of arms in a circle or a square, and one of those arms is black because we're totally not racist. And the reality of QAnon is that uh, Q themselves directed his followers to go to vote V-O-A-T when they got kicked off of Reddit and vote is a cesspool of racism and evil. Q themselves posts on a a website that is a cesspool of racism and evil. So, I mean, the truth is that they know what QAnon really is, but they don't want to actually have to say it out loud because that would hurt them with their attempts to blue pill the normies and to convert them. Because you don't want to have to hit them with the racism until they're good and red-pilled, and then you can kind of try to slip that one in. Because that's how being a scumbag works. So, oh, I just banged the arm of my uh, microphone. So I have a very odd-looking uh, squiggle-squaggle on my uh, <laughs> on my Audacity recorder. I wonder how that's going to sound for you guys. But uh, that, was, that was the dealing with... The, uh, the murder of Ahmad Aubrey and how terrible that was. And anyone, again, with any morality or decency would just be like, those guys need to go to jail for forever for murder because that's what they did. And hopefully that's what will happen. Hopefully we will have some justice in America, but this is America. And uh, making white people go to jail for killing black people is tough. It's literally why Black Lives Matter exists. Because they are like, seriously, can you stop killing us and getting away with it? Can we please make the legal system actually enforce the law when it comes to black people being murdered by white people? Can we please do that? And maybe the American legal system will take a baby step forward and get this one right. But, I mean, don't hold your breath because uh, we live in hell world and everything sucks. So, uh, that's tonight's ultra exciting, ultra optimistic, ultra cheerful podcast. I'll probably be back on Wednesday night. Have a good one, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.